Episode 123, Repairing Broken Relationships with Colleagues. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, hey, elite educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I'm loving that you keep coming back for more and more episodes. You're holding tight onto your elite status every moment you spend time perfecting your craft. Podcasts are a great professional development opportunity, and I'm just honored you value this show enough to learn with me every week. I've learned another lesson, and I can't wait to share it with you. Tune in as we talk about repairing broken relationships with colleagues. Are you ready to get empowered? Here we go. So the rationale for this episode is I was recently providing some professional development on the Teach Like a Champion teaching techniques to some teachers, teacher leaders, and principals in the CESA 3 district in Fenimore, Wisconsin. And my favorite part of the job is the downtime where I can just float amongst the crowd and get to know the people listening and learning. And I got caught up in an amazing story of one woman who just returned home from adopting her child from another country. You never know what people are going through as they sit before you or even work alongside you. So please, please make an effort to just say hello to someone today. Sometimes it's all they need to just open up and pour out all that's on their mind. Well, I don't want to spend this episode talking about the horrors of that experience for this woman, but once we got talking, she also shared another personal emotional obstacle that she was facing, and I just love open and honest people, don't you? She admitted to a confrontation with her co-teacher where a comment she made was delivered in a demeaning tone. And before she even went on to tell me more, my heart started to sink because I am this woman. I have good intentions. I'm hardworking. I love my job. I work well with others. But sometimes the words that come out of my mouth aren't reflective of my thoughts or my intentions. And these words might sound curt or rude or harsh or terse or whatever word you want to use to describe them. They're not uplifting, empowering words. Yeah, I might have been busy or frustrated or whatever, but that doesn't excuse the way that something comes out of my mouth. You know, words have power and when we hurt other people, it's just uncalled for. But what stinks is when the words hurt and the person who said them has no idea that they hurt when it becomes... A huge problem. And that's where resentment starts to build and then the one slinging the words has no idea what happened and then can't make any repairs. But luckily in this situation I'm talking about now, the co-teacher felt comfortable enough in the relationship with this woman that she could open up and say what was bothering her. And so she mentioned this woman's tone and her words were demeaning. And as you can imagine, this woman was shocked. She did not mean that one bit and then felt horrible. And she now felt she didn't know what to do and how to repair this relationship that she had accidentally corroded. And then at this point of the story, I'm starting to feel guilty again because I've been there. Honestly, not many people have told me that I've hurt them, but I know I've hurt them. I just don't know which instance. So I really honestly never learned from my mistake. Was it my words? Was it 
the mood I was in, I don't know what about that moment was hurtful so that one, I never do it again, and two, give me an opportunity to repair it. I remember when I was teaching preschool my senior year of college, and I had to lesson plan, I say that in air quotes, in the most loosely version of the form. And so when I took over from the previous teacher, she said she made the plans and that the TA would prep all the materials for the plans. So me being efficient, I sat down during the kids' nap time and mapped out the rest of the year. And when the TA saw the lesson plan book, she was so overwhelmed by my work that she sat me down and was like shaking with nerves. And she said something like, you know, I hate to have this conversation, but, you know, meanwhile, it's like day two on the job and I'm an education major. So I'm thinking I'm failing at being a teacher already. But she went on to say that she felt it should be us both prepping the materials and unrealistic to expect her to do the whole rest of the year. I mean, what a misunderstanding. I was just trying to get ahead and she thought that meant I expected her to get to work. Luckily, though, we laughed, we worked it out, and together we just prepped the materials uh, for all those lessons at a more reasonable pace. And I learned a lot about unset expectations and lack of communication. But I also learned that the guts to bring it up and talk about it adult to adult is really the best thing that ever happened. It was just us in that room and we had to work together and I'm glad she didn't involve anyone else in this issue and came to me maturely as hard as it was for her. Remember, she was literally shaking and I felt horrible that I made her feel I was not approachable and that's something I'm working on probably for life. If you do see me out and about, please approach me, even if I have RBF and if you don't know what that means, ask a millennial. (laughs) But back to my main illustration, forget me for the moment. So this woman from my PD session had a dilemma with her coworker and was at a crossroads. She heard her colleague, her colleague called her out on it, thank God, and now it's action time. She has to work daily with this person, and they truly like one another, and they don't really have any conflicts up until this point, again, thank God. So what does one do? Well, let's break down this woman's question to me. She said, how do I undo a relationship mistake? And first of all, you can't undo anything, but you can repair it. Secondly, if you did the work up front to have a relationship with your colleagues, then when hard moments like this come, then you'll be able to work through it. And you know the advice you've heard before about making parental contacts. Don't let the first one be a negative one. So make sure the parents have heard from you plenty of times before the moment where you have to deliver the bad news. You want parents on your team ready to do their part, and you have to put the work in ahead of time. And this is what I call preventive relationship care. You'll cash in on this investment in the future. Trust me. You need to do this same theory with your colleagues. So if you work closely with a team or specific individual, you need to spend a lot of time building relationships. Just like you do with the kids at the beginning of the year, you have to prioritize being human over doing work. Third, once the event, as I call it, occurs, you have some options. So let's review those options. Option one, you can ignore the fact that you did any damage and just continue living your life. And by the way, that's a horrible option and you should never choose it, but technically it's an option. Option two, if they do not confront you, but you're starting to feel tension, bring it up privately. Just like the uh, example I gave to you Um, when I was teaching preschool. So bring it up privately with that individual and go from there. If they do not admit to you at that point that you hurt their feelings, then you can only encourage them to come to you in in the future if something does happen and then just show your willingness to make this partnership productive and enjoyable. 
However, if they do at this point admit to you hurting their feelings, then unpack the incident. What did you say? How did you say it? What did you do? How did you do it? Break it down so you know exactly how and why it had this negative impact. And obviously, apologize. You want to validate their feelings and then agree that both of you are going to move forward from this incident. Then there's option three. That's if they do confront you, because the last option was they didn't, you had to bring it up to them. So let's say they did come to you. Thank goodness. This is like my example from preschool. She came to me. Follow the same advice I just mentioned to you. Apologize, confirm their feelings, and make it right by not repeating the offense again. Remember, all relationships have bumps in the road. Nothing is perfect. And when you work together day after day, you are just bound to hit some bumps, especially during stressful times in the year. You know, grades are due or observations are looming or paperwork is piling up. And sometimes colleagues are just different people. And in this situation, these colleagues were opposites in their approach to education. And honestly, that's what made them a powerful duo. But it also caused conflict in their relationship. They attacked their daily life with different approaches and perspectives. And it doesn't mean you can't work with people who are not just like you. It just means you need a great deal of cushion to support the relationship. And how do you create that cushion? Well, you spend time building relationships, grab coffee together, text silly memes, or use Snapchat. Share personal yet appropriate details about your family, your weekend, your upcoming vacations. Um, spend time outside of work connecting. And then when you are at work, you can be a better team. And you know how each other thinks. You know how each other plans. You know how each other communicates. You know how each other operates. This solves like 90% of problems, just understanding the other person. The other 10% requires you having a relationship where you both feel comfortable being honest about how things are going. And if you don't call out the small stuff, you're not going to call out the big stuff. And kids are at stake here, so you have to spend just as much time cultivating relationships with colleagues as we do in designing instructional lessons or leading PD sessions or orchestrating coaching conversations, whatever your daily requirements on the job are, you must spend just as much time cultivating relationships as you do those other things. So what I want you to know is that life isn't over the moment that you make a mistake. You know this. You teach your students this. You teach teachers this. You've had it done to you and you've probably done it to somebody else. The relationship often changes afterwards, but after that initial awkward moment in time period, a better relationship comes out of it. Don't get discouraged. Be proactive when you can. Develop that cushion. You know, otherwise start repairing those relationships as soon as possible. You're a stronger person because of it. You'll draw people near deep in relationships you never knew you could, and you're going to realize your job on earth is really bigger than just impacting students in your classroom. You're here to make a remarkable difference in the lives of people whose path that you cross. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on repairing broken relationships with colleagues. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is a member of the Education Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. 
So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details. 